Episode 10. They said we couldn't do it. Here we are, milestone episode. Back for another week. Joined in the studio in the sweaty box, as always. Big Dilsey, how are we? Big Red, we made it. What a... Number 10. What an achievement. Unbelievable. Mate, Still uh, on the air. Buzzing, absolutely buzzing. Need a beer, celebratory beer. Thanks for joining me. Thanks, mate. Bolter this week. Yeah, I got in trouble for pouring beers over the top of the laptop. So. It's not a great idea. Especially the way you pour. Dead air, that's no good. Good pour. How was your weekend, mate? Uh, not too bad. Yeah. Started with a long game of golf on Friday with with plenty of beers and then uh, into the Titans victory Friday afternoon. Then I enjoyed the Knights game. Talking a bit of soccer on the Saturday. New puppy on the Sunday. Just, yeah, just new puppy. All, all round uh, good weekend. Very good, mate. Yeah, huge. What about yourself? Uh, mate, I was in Brisbane on Saturday night for a charity gala ball, which was good. Um, and back Sunday, watched a bit of sport. Did you dance? Did you have a dance and choose uh, on at the gala? I think so. Yeah, it's all a bit of a blur past 10 p.m., but I think so. Nice. Um, so, yeah, mate, good weekend. Uh, plenty of sport. Uh Plenty of news with the Origin sides being picked. So. All right. Well, we're going to get into all of that. I want to kick off on the Titans, though, because uh, it really makes my weekend when they have a win. If they if they lose, I usually basically switch off and don't want to watch sports for the rest of the weekend, but uh, there was plenty on. Well, they they, went, they won and they won well, didn't they? They did. They did. I, I don't know. Where's that been? We, we're not supposed to beat Manly and we, we, we show up there, their home ground, give them plenty. Well, obviously, the effect of Big Mao coming out saying he's going to do a mid-season review, which they claim they didn't even really know about, or didn't—it's not the motivator. Well, they got the same email we did as as members. Apparently, They'd, hard for them not to know that it's been announced. It was all over the local papers and in the news. Surely they were—they knew they were under under threat. I mean, that. when you watch them every week, it, there was a significant difference in in that game. My my question is though. What's Mal reviewing? Hasn't he been there for the last six months? He has. You're hasn't right. he been watching and paying attention? And isn't isn't should, what, should be an ongoing review? Is well, that what you say? Well, I'm, I thought that was already his job was to make sure that you know we were pissing excellence. Basically, mm. it's not uh, not been happening. No, well, yeah. I mean, he he came to the club last year or the end of last year and said that only success will be accepted. Yeah, it's taken us to two and eight. To, to get this outcome for him to react, so signs of improvement. I, I think we got a couple of lucky. Uh, I was half cut watching the <laughs> watching the game, so my analysis isn't isn't brilliant. But I feel like we we probably got the rub of the green, whereas sometimes we, we don't. Yeah, we did. We got a, we got the ball bounce our way a couple of times. A couple of forward passes that I would have called. Um, but as I say, we definitely we definitely improved. We probably got Manly at the right time too. Admittedly, they've got. They've been up for a few weeks with a lot of injuries, um, so we probably got them at the right time. But take a win where you can. Definitely. Uh, you and me were going backwards and forwards while the game was on. One minute Taylor's in the, in the team, next minute he's out. 
I feel like Roberts is, Roberts should be the guy on a million bucks a year. He's the one running the team, and Ash is sort of the support player at the moment. Yeah, I thought Taylor was better. He was, yeah. But you're right when you when you sit back and say, you know, this bloke's on a million bucks a year. You, you sort of need that performance every week, not just. He was gone, and then he threw that thirty meter pass. Yeah, that was a good pass. Probably an even better take from Copley to score yeah. in the corner. It was pretty good. Yeah. No, he. Um, yeah, we need to see that. Every game the rest of the year from him to yeah. to warrant that sort of money. Yeah, he but did. I mean Roberts is Roberts is outstanding. Um, his halves partner he uh, he's been a good pickup back from England. Very good. And I thought AJ Brimson was good again. Yeah, uh, at fullback. Interesting to see what happens to Gordon when he's fit again. Whether he slots straight back into fullback. Big Mo was quality on the weekend. Yeah, he, well, I mean he's he, a superstar already, isn't he? He could be the Titans. Uh, answer to Jason Tomalolo. Yeah, yeah you he's can going good. Build your front row off around him. He's a gun. Flow that into a packed house at uh, I think it's McDonald Jones. Yep, Newcastle. That was unreal. Yeah, that was a big game, wasn't it? Normally, Knights v Roosters. I would probably not even bother watching. Uh, not a lot of interest in that, but just the the whole atmosphere that they had going. Obviously, I was a bit chirpy after the Titans win, so I flowed straight into the uh, Roosters v Knights, and it was a cracking game, and you thought, oh, you know, the Roosters are going to come back here, and then there's a point in the second half there where you could just tell the Knights had too much energy. They were just they were running off that crowd hardcore. They were, they were never going to yeah, get I beaten. Mean, well, there was no doubt they were going to be up for that game. You know, they'd won a few in a row up against the Roosters, the benchmark of the comp. Yeah. They are always going to be up for it. Um and from all reports in Newcastle during the week, there was a lot of talk around the game. There was five, a lot of hype. Five in a row, which I hadn't realised. That really snuck up on me. So they've gone. We, we were sitting here giving uh, Nathan Brown a bit of grief in our first couple of episodes. They've gone on some sort of streak there. Well, they were 0-5. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, something like that. Yep. Lost their first five and won their next five. So Now all of a sudden that squad is living up to the expectation. Yeah, I mean, it's probably where... Everyone expected them to be prior yeah. to the season starting. Uh, you know, they they recruited well. They've got a good list. Yeah. Relatively injury-free now. Um, and, yeah, they're, they're playing some good footy, so. Great guns. Bit of sad news. Uh, I noticed uh, headline GI went missing over the Magic Round weekend. Um, it's a... It's it's an obvious problem that our professional sports stars have, um, and I don't think it's just it's just football. We see it with the swimmers. You see it with a lot of high profile athletes that they really struggle to go back to normal life, or what's perceived as normal life. Um, what's going on there is that you've played a bit of professional sports. Did you have any trouble <laughs> integrating back into normal life? I never got to that level to worry about coming down. So, <laughs> but yeah, you know, I mean, it's not the the depression and the you know the issues that GI is having is not. I mean, it, it's obviously in the spotlight because he's a professional athlete, but it's a society issue. Um, so, do you think he had that problem before he finished playing footy, or what? Well, I, I don't know, but you know, depression is is a big issue in society. Yeah, but you're right. I mean, these guys. As a professional footballer since when I was 17 or 18, um, everything's regimented, everything's structured, um, you know, everything's laid out for him and it's, yeah. you know, it's routine. To go from doing that for 
13, 14 years, whatever he's been playing, to, you know, you do it one day, the next day you walk out of the club and and you're like, where, you know, what do I do? Where to from here? Well, essentially he's still employed by the club well, too, he, though, right? Yeah, he is, but, I mean, he's not. he doesn't train, he doesn't look after himself the way he would have when he was playing. There's a few people reacting online that, you know, a few players sort of saying, well, you shouldn't even be running it on the on the paper. We shouldn't be talking about it now. You know, because he's an ex-player. Well, no, just leave him alone, let him sort it yeah. out. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's a headline. He's a he's a, one of the greats for the last however many years of the game, so it's it's going to make the news. But I guess for me, to, are the club to the I – and mean, I know the clubs do have – uh, training and you know, all these things in place to help the players post footy yeah. and away from footy as well. Um, you know, I know they offer them universities or TAFE or degrees or training while they're playing footy to basically help them have something when they do retire. But is there more that can be done? I don't know. Uh, I've had the conversation with my sister because she perform. She's a performer. And she's used to, for the last five or six years, um, getting up on stage in a couple of cup in front of a couple of thousand people and just experiencing that adrenaline rush. Now, no matter what happens in her personal life after she finishes dancing, she will never replicate that feeling. No. It doesn't matter how fulfilling. Like, get a, she will get a good job. She'll get a fulfilling job, but you'll never replicate that rush of being. In, being on stage in front of people, or being uh, being walking, running out onto a, onto the grass, full packed house, Suncorp Stadium, and and you're the guy that they're cheering for, you're never going to replace that in 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 day to day life. Even as a, as a commentator or as a journo or whatever you do after you leave, that that adrenaline that pumps through you as you run out onto that field, you're never going to replace that. No, and I guess these guys well. Any sports person is is a competitor. They love that competitive feeling. Yeah, you know everything they do is around competing and and winning and succeeding. So to take that away from them, no doubt it's got to be hard to adapt. Definitely. Um, yeah, look, it's sad. I mean, Gi has obviously had his issues throughout his career. It's probably been amplified now that he's retired. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it seems to happen happen all too often. Um, there's got to be there's got to be something they can do to to try and find something else that that makes them happy. But maybe people need to maybe they need a lot of coaching and that says, hey, don't go looking for it post your footy career because you've had it. Enjoy that you had it, but move yeah. on with your life. Well, I, I guess it's worth remembering too that the clubs probably tried to do their bit to ease him into retirement by keeping him around the club, giving him the yeah, you know the opportunity to coach like he's or be in the, involved with the coaching like he is. Definitely, yeah. A lot of guys, uh, a lot of guys finish their season at the last game of the year, and then retire. That's it. You know they've announced their retirement. That last game is their last game, and they walk away at the end of the year, and it's no sail off into the sunset. So, I think you know Gi's probably been a little bit lucky to retire when he did, and then have have an opportunity, but. Yeah, but obviously, yeah, he's got some issues that he needs to sort out. Righto, let's. Uh, you've got the Origin teams in front of you. You're going to we give do. it to me. Yeah, shall we uh, run through that? We'll have to I bet have you a that's chat. Locked, is it? It is. it is. No, we've got it here. Um, 
Maybe before we do that, should we? Uh, should we, should we just give Junior a quick buzz? And is he? He's got something on tonight and wants to talk he, to us. He's available. He's uh, he's up and about after another win. So maybe we'll have a chat to him and then we'll uh, we'll touch on the Origin. Hello, boys. Junior. Junior. Winner, there winner. Winner, winner, chicken yeah. dinner. What did I say? 13 plus. 13 plus. I know. I thought of you straight away. Yes, I did. Well, we were, we were, saying, we were saying earlier, Junior, it, didn't, uh, it wasn't as comfortable during the, the course of the game until the last five or six or ten minutes when they put a couple of late tries on. Thankfully, I actually yeah. missed it. Not the kids put a movie on and I, uh, I may have had a bit of a nana nap on the couch yesterday afternoon, so I did miss yeah, the well, storm game. Yeah, no, you didn't. I mean, it wasn't most interesting, but they kept taking the two. They did. I thought we're not going to get like from in front. <laughs> they must have known we're, we're not wrong. Get very, yeah, dead set. We're going. You're kidding. So, uh, but anyway, all you, can, all you can do is get a winning price. ticket. Can't do any more than that. That's right. And we can confirm you put on the correct. We did. Ticket, yeah, we uh, did. It was uh, Bulldogs to win. So well done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we're on, mate. So, uh, 190 we're up to. Uh, yeah. And who we got, Red? Who's the recipient? The North Burley. Yeah, North Burley Nippers. Stay tuned. We will get there. And they're up to 190. Um, rolling balance. We've got a bit of a bit of a funny week this week, Junior, with the NRL. Obviously, Origin it is. week. So, yeah, it's tricky because there's a split round in the NRL. And, um, but with all the players out, and I think teams get announced tomorrow afternoon. That's another thing. You don't, you know, it's not easy for me, boys. You're, <laughs> you're, you're up against it. But as I said to you earlier, <laughs> yeah. there's a winner every day. There is every single day, <laughs> especially for you. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's all right. This week was a bit tricky. I had, I had a look at the NRL, and, it's, yeah, I think you just stay clear of that would probably be the safest option. Um, uh, but I think... Yeah, the, the AFL. You've got a bit of form in the AFL, yeah. Junior. Yeah, and there's ten, as I look through today, there's, there's tend to be teams that I keep warming to when you look at, you know, travel and previous games. So I think we're, we're going to go to a, a team we've been to before. Um, they, I think we had a bit of luck with them once and then the Lions did them by one point two weeks ago. The Crows. Oh, no. Crows. Actually, the good old Crows, yeah. Oh, well, they should have uh, had the game in the bag against West Coast on the weekend, thirty-two or thirty-three points up, and yeah, let that's it slip. So they'll be they'll uh, be dirty, no doubt. Yeah, and that's two that's two matches in a row. Um, they sort of had the derby there in, in in Adelaide that might have took a bit out of them. Then they played Brisbane, lost by one, and then they let that one slip this week. I don't think they'll do it again. Um, and looking, they're, they're against Melbourne, and if you take the West Coast form. Uh, for both sides, I think Crows got much closer to the Eagles than Melbourne did, and and um, the line was pretty favourable. So that'll be the bet this week, boys. Crows versus Melbourne Saturday in Melbourne, uh, and the Crows at the minus six and a half at a dollar nine. Crows minus six and a half at one ninety. Like it in Melbourne, you say? It is in at Melbourne, yeah. So are we gonna are we gonna throw the full one ninety so. on there? Of course we are. Every, every... Every week Why I get, pe- I get people contacting me every week. They want to know how much we're banking. So we're having 190 on the Crows. Well, I said last week, did you want to go 180 on the Crows and then like $10 on no. some sort of rough thing and on no. the track? No. We're having 190 on okay. the Crows. Okay. Yeah. And then next week what we'll do, we'll take that because that'll get up and then we'll take the three, what's that one, nine, 360. 
Yeah. Uh, and, and we might have a bit of fun at the, on, on the strap break. Yeah, okay. uh, I had a look at the horses this week. I think Oaks Day, yeah, Oaks Day in, in Brisbane. Um, and again, a bit early just to have a look with fields coming out and whatnot. So hope we'll get this up, build a bank, and um, we might have a bit of fun on study day. Strad break the, the week shoot. after, yeah? yeah? Yeah. Yeah, good. Yeah, I like it, Junior. Righto. So hashtag Junior's Jaffa. Uh, we're at 190, and we're Crows minus six and a half versus Melbourne in Melbourne. At a $1.90. Yeah. $1.90. Righto. Let it ride. Thank you, Jake. Junior. Thanks, boys. On you, Junior. We'll talk to you this time next week. Have a good one, boys. See you, Cheers, mate. mate. Bye. Cheers. There we go. Back on the Crows. Back on the Crows. Back on the Crows. I think... Uh, Stone the Crows, not, didn't not they? A, not a bad bet, that one. I think Melbourne are uh, pretty much shut up shop for the year. Have they already? They're done. Yeah. Tanking already. Well, I don't know if they're tanking. I just... Maybe they're not that good, but time will tell. Righto. Well, is that a good transition then? Oh, no, we've got to do the Origin team. Back to Origin. Back to the Origin. So, uh, yeah, New South Wales obviously got named last night, Queensland this morning. Um, For those that haven't seen or heard, we'll quickly run through. Firstly, the Queensland side, Ponga, Oates, Chambers, Morgan, Gagai, Munster, Daly, Cherry Evans, Arrow, Hunt, Papali, Kafusi, Gillette and Maguire and the bench Moses Mbai Joe Offa Hangawi Dylan Napa and David Fafita so that's the Queensland soft squad so I've got the same junior club as one of those uh, players one of those debutants that's why I know he's a good thing which one Moses Mbai yeah. former Noosa Pirate that, not, that not, tells me he's ready for origin not, he's not good con- to go not convinced but uh We'll see you Get behind him, Wednesday mate. week. Mate, the team's, team's announced no more speculation. No, Done true. deal. Um, I would like to have seen Matty Scott there. Yeah, Matty Scott. And so, I would have put Morgan on the bench and played someone else in the centres. Yeah, we'll touch on that in a minute. But uh, just quickly, the New South Wales side. Uh, Tedesco, Adokar, Mitchell, Josh Morris, Kotrick, Walker and Cleary in the halves. Clemmer, Cook, Vaughan, Cordner, Frizzell and Travojevic. And their bench is Whiten, Payne Haas, Murray and Angus Crichton. So pretty good side. Um, obviously the one that I thought may have been there, which is not, and probably Forms obviously got the better of him, but James Roberts, I thought they might have gone with him. He's played played for Wynnum on the weekend. Oh, I know, but that's for no other reason. The Broncos don't – well, he's out of favour with the Broncos, isn't he? No, no, I, I would have – I thought – the days of Gavin Blake's had a reserve grade done. I just thought they would have put him into the side. He, he performed last year in Origin. He's a big-time player, plenty of speed. I mean, they've got a very, very quick um, outside backs there. So I, I thought they might have had Roberts. Um, they got, nah, mate, they got that many. They got enough good cattle. They don't need a bloke to pull a bloke out of reserve. I mean, grade. obviously, Josh Roberts, uh, Josh Morris has been in good form this year. Um, People he's, saying he's too old. He worries me. He's always one of the – some of those um, things that he did in, in his last few Origin games, like the heroics that he did, he, he, he's an Origin player through and through. No, he is. But I – you know, a question whether – he's definitely not as quick as he used to be, which was his number one attribute. But – I think it's defence though in Origin. You know what you'll get with him. I mean, he's he's that, been there time and time again. Tell you what, Queensland, don't worry about loading up on his side of the field. The ball's going to Latrell. I can't see Morris getting a lot of ball. He's there to tackle his yeah. guts out. 
Um, Watch me get proven wrong next week because I've got no Cleary and Walker about. in the halves. Obviously, they went with Cleary, um, showed some trust in him. He's obviously the future of that, that side. So at least our spine from last year, so Queensland I'm talking about, a bit of consistency. So Ponga played that last game, had a blinder. You got Cherry, who's a 5'8", Munster. He's probably one of the best players in the game at the moment. Then you got Ben, Hatt, ben Hunt in the halves. I like our spine. Damien Cook is the only one in that team that I'd even think about putting in the Australian side of, in front of ours. Yeah. I Maybe mean, Tedesco, he's not bad either. Yeah, Tedesco goes good. Um, He'd be on the wing butt in my test team, Tedesco. Yeah, I mean, I I think New, Zeal- New South Wales has picked a very good side. Um, the bench is the biggest concern for me. I think Queensland's bench is, is weak compared yeah. to their bench. Did Wallace make the team or is he 18? No, he's uh, Wallace... No, I didn't even make the didn't make it at all. Squad. So obviously, I mean, it's good for the Titans. Yeah, and his form hasn't been anywhere near it this year. No. Um, so but I think you, I, he should have a good game on the weekend. So Wallace, Cohen, Hess, and Gavin Cooper were the three omissions, I guess, from last year that missed out. I mean, Cohen Hess and, has been injured and and hasn't come back in. Yeah, that's interesting. The form that he's previously showed. Gavin Cooper's been quiet. It's probably reflected in the Cowboys having a so-so yeah. season. Yeah. Shout out to, uh, on the spot, Pete Coventry up in Townsville. He, he, I think he wants to start some sort of a battle this week because they're, they're very much died in the wall Cowboys fans. Yeah. I told him I'd give him oh, – on the ranch? On the ranch, sorry. On the ranch is their podcast. Shout out, boys. The Titans will get them covered this week. We'll smash them. Um, yeah, so as you say, Ponga at fullback. I mean, it'll be he's obviously twelve months on from his debut last year. Excitement machine. Um, Played again. You can just see when he gets the ball. There's just something about players that can find the try line. Like when when he runs a ball and he hits a gap, you th- you know he's going through. Like even when they've got hands on him, and he's it's not it's not got a, he's not a big guy. But he's exploding through that hole, like, and then even when he's they've tackled him, like he was reaching out, like he he's a footy player. Right? He 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 knows how to get through a hole. Oh, yeah, when he gets every time he gets a ball, I'm excited. I I can't wait to watch him play next Wednesday yeah. night. Yeah, I mean, and and the other one I suppose for Queensland is is not taking a designated hooker into the game. Um, obviously Hunt's been selected a hooker in it, and to due respects, he's played a few games at hooker, um, yeah. and when he has. Either at club he or at right Origin, he's done okay. Yeah, yeah. So um, I think he'll he'll do all right there. You got to you got to counteract what Cook's going to bring for them. So maybe maybe Hunt's not as explosive, but it gives us that extra creative player out of out of, yeah, out of the spine. Yeah. So game one Wednesday week at Suncorp. Um, Is it at Suncorp? Game one at Suncorp. Yeah. There's no chance then. Game one Suncorp, game two in Perth, and game three back in Sydney. So we'll have it wrapped up heading to Sydney for a, for a dead rubber. Yeah, I'm, I'm very parochial, but I'm not as confident as you, Big Red. I think we're up against it. We got them covered. I hope you're right. So yeah, time will tell. Especially when they start writing us off about how good the Blues are, we know we know that's when good. we that's when we like it. I don't think Cleary's travelling good enough to play Origin. Big question for me was uh, Luke Keary, would have he been picked? You know, Walker's, Walker's form has been unbelievable. And Oh, so while we're there, the tackle on Ponga, 
on the weekend. I thought that was play on. There's a lot of lot spoken about that. It was it was a tad late, but he essentially wrapped him up and hit him hard. Like there's, I don't think there's a lot in that. Um, and then the one on Kiri, well, there's certainly nothing, no foul play there. It's just that was just one of those real bad back slappers where yeah. your head hits the ground. It, it, it just uh, landed awkwardly. Do you know what? Me and my mate sitting next to each other just going, that's why mothers don't let their kids play football. Uh, those two tackles there, yeah, they, were, they were pretty brutal. A couple of big hits. Yeah. Uh, Kiri, is it true he wrote to the uh, former NRL CEO and asked if he could play for Queensland? Well, I haven't heard that, but why, would, why well, wouldn't I'm you? I'm telling you here now, you heard it here first on Beers and Banter. But you probably didn't. You probably heard it elsewhere. I'm pretty sure well, wouldn't you he wanted to him? be a Queenslander. Where's he from? They'll never pick him. Born in New South Wales, but I think he grew up in Ipswich. Okay. So that's why he's ended up a blue. Hmm. But his heart's in Queensland. Yeah. Well, you can't blame him, can you? No, you can't. God's country. Uh, what are we doing? Going on to AFL? AFL, yeah. So um, I have been telling you on uh, this program go. for weeks, G-R-U-B. <laughs> Here we go. Obviously, Gary Ablett, you're talking about. <laughs> Gary Ablett is a grub. Well, three weeks in a row he's been uh, – They've got him this time to, for yeah, sure. I think he'll go this time. He's uh, obviously got a holiday booked and he's trying to find some time off. I think – well, he's got a new baby, so maybe he wants to spend yeah. some extra time with the baby. Oh, you've put two and two together but, for me. Uh, yeah, so I think he'll get a week on that. I mean, it was just – it was – probably wasn't reckless. It was just stupid, to be fair. It was just a little love tap. It wasn't um, even a it wasn't even a jersey punch. It was just a straight up jab. Yeah, it was. I mean, Miles, the Suns player, probably reacted to make it look worse than what it might have been. But um, yeah, yeah. I mean, to go once he played three hundred and something games and never be suspended to then three weeks in a row be in front of the judiciary is so that's that's no um, well, it's not confirmed. But there's no brand low for Gary Ablett this year. Well, not if he gets suspended, no. I mean, if you get rubbed out for a game, that's you can't win the round, though. Do you want another beer? Hmm. Please. Oh, you better have that, then. That's right, you have it. Yeah. Have we got another one, then? I'll have a gold. Oh, right, you go the gold. Um, yeah, so Abel will miss a week. Um, last night, I, I watched the uh, the late game, Sunday afternoon game, Fremantle-Brisbane over in Perth, and it was it was a belter. Sounds like a real barn burner. Um, it was a great game. Fremantle, it was back and forwards, a lot of lead changes, but game was all tied with about a minute and a half to go. And Were you having trouble sleeping? Is that why you put that game well, on? It finished at 7pm, so that was just before kids' bath time. Um, and both teams are going pretty good, so I thought it would be a good game. So I tuned in. Yeah. And um, game all level and the siren goes and... Uh, one of the Freo players had it on about 50-metre mark and obviously had to score. Any score was going to win the game and he hit the post for a point, um, the goal post, and got the I reckon point. hitting the post should be like negative two. It's a skill. <laughs> uh, or, so, or seven. So you reckon hitting the post should be seven. Yeah, get an extra yeah right. I'll, I'll pay that. Yeah, right so, on. yeah, Freo got up by a point after Siren, so that was a that was a belter of a game. Big, uh, big crowd over there in Perth. Um, I spoke about Melbourne earlier, but I think they're in in big strife. Uh, Who lost their coach over the weekend? Was that North that was Melbourne? North Melbourne? So they had a Brad Scott. They had a, a mutual agreement to to part ways. He's been there ten years, so it's probably it's a pretty good um, tenure for a for a head coach. Ten years and ten weeks. What, what 
Why do it mid-season? Uh, I think... Are they, they gone already? I don't know. No, no, they're not gone. I think it's probably more around working on something this year um, and and they've got an interim coach, Reece Shaw, so whether they maybe want to have a look at him for yeah. the rest of the year. But, I mean, there's there's probably never a right time, but... I think once you – I mean, he went to the club and thought that it was probably time that he stepped aside. So I think once you've got that mentality, you've, it's probably better sooner rather than later. Yeah, fair enough. Um, but GWS um, – Hey, sorry, to go back to the Lions game. Yeah. Was that the one, the injection? Mm. What's what's the what's the problem there? So for those that didn't see it, um, McCluggage, I think it was their big ruckman um, – Midway through the third quarter or early in the third quarter, it looked like he was actually going down to the rooms. But he obviously went around the corner in the race um, and the doctors were with him. They gave him an, inject- an injection. Yeah. Um, in clear view of the camera, the camera, Channel 7 cameras picked it up and obviously broadcast it. For me, I mean, we all, everyone knows it happens. Yeah. And there, there wouldn't be a player that hasn't had an injection during the course but of their what, career. What is it? It was a quarter zone or something. Well, no, it's just a yeah, it's just basically numbs. It was an AC joint, hmm. so it just basically numbs numbs the shoulder, so he can go back on the field. Play on. Well, it is, but I wasn't shooting peptides into his no, eyes. No, but for me, that that should be down in the rooms. You know, that shouldn't be. There's kids watching the football um, on a Sunday afternoon. They don't. Yeah. They don't need to see. Well, is that the player's fault or is that the? It's the coverage's fault, right? It is, but if you take the player down in the room, the cameras don't there's, have, there's cameras in there? Not in not in all parts of the, the change room. Yeah, right. And the doctors would know that. I think it was more a case of... Hurry up. We need to get him back on the field as quick as we can. Yeah. Um, it's probably just not a good look for, for young kids, that's all. Should have, Probably should have just squirted it with some magic water or something. Well, a little bit wrong. Te- teaspoon of cement. Sorry, GWS. Uh, so GWS broke the... They they've got a bit of an MCG hoodoo. Yeah. Um, never never played well at the MCG, but knocked over Melbourne there on uh, the weekend. So as I say, I think Melbourne are pretty much done and dusted now. They just they look shot. They probably look like Penrith did in the in the NRL last week before they won. But I just I can't see Melbourne turning it around in a hurry. Um, so that's a. You know, they were obviously one of the fancies at the start of the year, having got to the prelim last year. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people had them as, if not, one of the teams to beat this year. So it yeah. looks like they'll they'll finish right down the bottom. Yeah, right. Um, and then the only other, I suppose, news in the AFL, they have mid-season rookie draft tonight. So this is a new thing they bought in this what? year. So basically clubs, it's a, it's a mid-season draft, needs to be a rookie player, so basically someone that's not AFL listed, I guess. Yeah. Um, and the idea, I actually don't mind the idea, but it, it's based around clubs that have been hammered in the first half of the year with injuries, actually have an opportunity to go and pick up a, not a ready-made player, but... And where's that kid playing right now in the so be AFLQ in the, or yeah, in the VFL? In the VFL or... or SAFL. Yeah. Yeah, right. W, you know, the... Waffle over in, in West Australia. So they're, they're playing senior footy. They're a ready-made footballer. Yeah. Um, it just gives the club to, an opportunity to and, – and that's – we've seen a lot of guys retire mid-season 
um, in the last few weeks has been a number of AFL players have actually retired. Yeah. With, in the back of the mind, and Heath Grundy was one for Sydney last week, with him retiring, the club now has an opportunity to go and replace him mid-season with... What do you think of the um, the talk through the week of like a rookie, and a rookie? Well, I don't know. I don't know if it's a draft, but essentially, when you sign a young kid to an NRL club, that you can't pay them more than hundred grand a year for their first three years. It stifles blokes like Kalen Ponga who deserve to be on big money because they're going gangbusters. But it would, for the case of Ash Taylor, he's on a million bucks a year. That gets lumped onto him as pressure. The club actually struggles because they've tried to retain him and all that sort of stuff. Like it happens in the the NFL and the the, the leagues overseas that they essentially they can't earn more than a certain amount for their first three years. So mm. it stops clubs poaching them, but it also stops them getting ahead of themselves and where they actually are in their career. Yeah, I, I don't mind it. I mean, it's. Yeah, I mean, these are young guys coming into a system. Um, I guess it re- it rewards, you know, we've got salary caps, so it rewards or gives the guys that have been in the system, been around, earned their stripes, gives them the the availability to then get more of that salary cap. The, I mean, you don't want a young player coming in and no matter how good he is, you don't want one player that comes in as a new kid, you don't want him to take a massive chunk of the salary cap. So there's pros and cons, right? So exactly what you said. You've got some bloke that's just toiled away two or 300 games and might be on a couple hundred grand a year and there's a kid fresh out of high school and they they give him a million bucks a year and it's, and it's the bloke with two or 300 games that turns, in, turns out the consistent performance week in, week out. The flip side is if you stifle what people can earn, someone like Jarrell Yao Yi, Imagine if his first three years were capped and then he probably didn't make a whole lot of money anyway, but exciting young player, superstar, could have been a superstar, but ends up getting injured, career over, done and dusted. Do we really want to stop kids making money straight off the bat? Like, No, but I, I'm not convinced that a club would would be prepared to do that for a young kid either. I mean, you look at, perfect example, Ash Taylor. Yeah. Two years ago when we signed him for for a million bucks to try and keep him, and he was only well, – he'd only played a hand, 30 games. Yeah. You know, we paid him a million bucks because he looked like he was going to be looked a like future superstar. Be. He hasn't lived up to that. No. And, and if But it, is that his fault or is that like – I'm not saying it's his fault, but I think if the club had their time again, would they go and offer him a million bucks a year based on the back of 20 first-grade games? I don't know. Yeah. I guess that's the whole – when you've got salary caps and you've got recruitment and everything else and drafts and all this stuff that we have in, in these Australian sports, I guess that's the the so backbone of a success for a club, isn't it, on how well Missed they... opportunity. We could have done a live broadcast for the NFL dra- AFL draft tonight. Yeah, I don't think... We could, have helped, be, uh, we could have helped people with insomnia all over Australia. I think the draft itself will help them with that. <laughs> um, can we move on or you got more there? No, that's it for the AFL, so... Just a quick one, Raptors. I know we don't want to just do results on this show, but that was pretty cool. Raptors have gone through to the NBA Finals against the Warriors. Yep. Beating uh, the They beat Milwaukee. 4-2. So first time in franchise history that Toronto's got to the to the NBA playoffs. Canadia. Um, look, I, 
What about Drake? Do you reckon he looks like a bit of a knob on the sidelines when he's standing up and carrying on? Like, sit down, mate. Loves it. I um, I can't see Toronto getting anywhere near the Warriors. No, not even close. Um, that's where the Jaffa should have went. What are the Warriors playing? Don't know, but they'd be red hot favourites. Get him on the phone. While we're talking basketball, you saw um, Simmons came out and committed to the Boomers. For yeah, the... did we talk about? We didn't talk about that. Well, last he's week. only recently committed. Well, that's not good. We got a phone in. Oh, we got a loyal viewer. Zach phoning in. Zach from Townsville. It's ten past six, buddy. You just give yourself ready. another cut. Oh. Uh, we should have got him on the show. He wouldn't be still working, surely. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So he's he's now committed to the to the boomers. So I think it's something like seven or eight NBA listed players. Yeah, that we're going to have in the boomer squad. So going to go gangbusters. It should be good. Uh, Monica, yeah. did you see the Monica? Oh, mate, I didn't Great. see the end, but I, I, it is my favourite weekend of the it year. It is a good sporting event. It's just it? hard. I don't know what's going on there. F1's pushed it back an extra hour. I don't know whether that's since the American owners have come on board to try and push it into the American market a bit harder, but 11 o'clock kickoff means it doesn't finish to one. So I got past halfway, but struggled after that. So The thing that I've always thought, every time I watch Monica, I try and watch it a little bit, is how many people around the world, and I know you've been there, but how many people actually have the Monaco Grand Prix on their bucket list Mate, if, event to go to? If it's not on your bucket list, put it on. Yeah. Uh, amazing, amazing event. Uh, uh, had a bit of significance. So Nicky Lauder passed away yeah. in between rounds. He was obviously a giant of the, uh, of the F1 sport, so there's a lot of tributes to him. He was obviously before my time, but you could clearly, clearly see he had a massive impact on the sport. So it's, yeah. it was an emotional win for uh, Lewis Hamilton. Um, Ricardo Ricardo had a great start. He went from his P6, P7 into fifth. And I thought, here we go. He only needs Max to do something stupid and we're a chance of a podium here. Uh, but they pitted through it in, the, in a... Um, Safety car, which you'd think, oh, yeah, safe, safe bet, pit in the safety car. But it, it, there was a lot of guys didn't pit and it pushed him to the back of the field. And uh, he was losing time at a rapid rate of knots. So um, he, he did set, he said, though, that he didn't get a chance to really show what the car could do. Cause no, but I, Monaco, it, because it's so tight, they once you're in, it's very hard to pass. So. Yeah. But I, yeah, I heard his his post race interview, and he was uh, he was filthy with the the tactics from the team. So I think let, yet happy. again they've let him down. Yeah. Um, also, while we're on motorsport, Will Power he was he was trying to go back to back in one of the biggest races in motorsport, um, which they call it. It's part of the Triple Crown. So you got the F one Championship. Yep. The Indy 500 and the Le Mans 24 hour, they call that the Triple Crown, um, which uh, Fernando Alonso was trying to actually complete that this year but didn't qualify. But uh, Will Power uh, was the cha- he's Aussie from Toowoomba. He was the Indy 500 champion last year, finished P5 last night or this morning. So I watched the start of that one, Was that was pretty cool too. So I went straight, I fell asleep, woke up. About two thirty <laughs> into the Indy five hundred. So, what a night! Yeah, struggling today. But uh, Lee Diff. So a little bit of trivia there. I don't think I said this on the show. Lee Diffie was the first ever Australian to commentate that 
race uh, for NBC. So it was the first time that NBC had the television rights. So people that remember Lee Diffie from uh, V8s. V8s. Yep. So that's quite an achievement to have an Aussie mm. calling that race, one of the biggest races in America, so or biggest races in the world. So Massive. Yeah. Hey, uh, Steve Smith, get in. Mm. Scores 100 against England in England, leading into the World Cup. Game so, on. So I haven't. I haven't seen a lot of it, but is it is is the World Cup? Are they playing two? Each team's playing two lead-up games. Is that what I I saw or read somewhere? Yeah. That... So they actually they've all got two games arranged as a as a pre World Cup yeah, warm up like type tournament. So we get a get a look at the decks over there, I guess. So we played. Was it was this our first game against England? Must have been. Mm. Uh, saw a few people having a whinge. Down to 10 teams, so they've made it really hard. They're not where a lot of sports are trying to grow mm. globally. Cricket's like contracted, so they've excluded teams that were on the fringe from the World Cup, which I don't know, I guess they can do what they want, but teams like the Netherlands, Ireland, not included. Well, obviously, they've had qualification matches, events, whatever you want to call it, in the lead up to the World Cup. So apparently, it's all about the dollars. So it's all about basically. Broadcast rights, they just want to show games, Pakistan versus in, uh, yeah. India, Australia versus England, that sort of thing. Well, traditionally, matches against you know, Bangladesh and Ireland and all these other teams, Scotland, have been absolute laughing stock of, of the competition. So maybe they're yeah. trying to get rid of that, yeah. make every game as at least a, a decent match. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, anyway, I'm excited. Yeah, it'll uh, be good. I've almost forgotten Sandpaper Gate. I'm uh, Steve Smith's looking good. Aussies are looking good. I reckon we're going to come home with some silverware. Yeah, look, there's uh, there's definitely a lot of hype around the Australian side. Um, the lead up form's been good. Uniforms look good. They do. Um, I think from what you read and hear, the the sides gelled together as as good as can be expected with the, yeah. those two back in the team. So yeah, yeah I think it'll be good. Righto. You got anything else on your sheet over there, bud? No, mate. That's that's a wrap for this week for me. We said we were going to go deep on issues, and we did did the same thing again. But uh, what I want to do, uh, I'm going to, I want everyone to to start sort of peppering us on social media. Tell us what you want us to hit, talk about on a, on a Monday night. Uh, we do plan to try and get consistent on a Monday night. We've got a few guest speakers coming in the next couple of weeks, so stay tuned. Uh, I've got a little shout-out. I, I, I popped over to um, Wall's team, the uh, Logan Lightning, were playing in the FFA Cup just over here at Burley from my house. Uh, they had a win 3-2 over the Bulldogs. So I was cheering for Burley, though, because, you know, once you're a Burley boy, you're always a Burley boy. Uh, but, the, no, they did get up. Shout-out to Logan Lightning. Do you know what that made me realise, though? I really love watching local sport and I haven't been doing it a whole lot over the last couple of years, so I'm going to put that on the list of things to do over the next couple well, of months. It's, it's funny. I, I said to the kids on the weekend, we we need to get down and watch the Burley Bears in the local comp. I mean, you oh. can't beat going to that Burley Bears ground. Just that, Busy park that, there. That cool night. The locals started to pour in with yeah. their deck chairs and, and that sort of thing. And then we had... Um, uh, you know, you know the cold grass starting to get wet, yeah, and just, just that smell that you get. Oh, it was really good, and so that's the plan over the next couple of months. Try and watch some more uh, local sport. Yep. So I don't know what's going on with that camera. It's still my head. <laughs> it's still my head in. Uh, you can find us on all the socials at Beers and Banter. 
uh, Twitter, Facebook, uh, and what's the other one? Instagram. You can find us on the podcast app. You can find us on Spotify, YouTube. Uh, please share. Uh, whenever. Send in your requests. Really appreciate when uh, when our you know there's a few of you that really get behind the show and share it. It, it does have a massive impact on uh, the amount of reach that we get. So please keep on doing that. Um, that's all I've got this week. Cheers. Yeah.